Get this full audiobook for free by clicking now the link in the description. It's brought to you by the book guide. The Psalms. And once that was done, he went back to the beginning, to the first word. His quill hovered over it. Now what? How to write music? How could he possibly communicate something that sublime? He tried writing out instructions, but that was far too cumbersome. Words alone could never describe how this music transcended the normal human state and lifted man to the divine. The monk was stumped. For days and weeks he went about his monastic life, joining the others in prayer and work and prayer, chanting the offices, teaching the young and easily distracted novices. And then one day he noticed that they focused on his right hand as he guided their voices, up, down, faster, slower, quietly, quietly. They'd memorized the words, but depended upon his hand signals for the music itself. That night, after Vespers, this nameless monk sat by precious candlelight, staring at the psalms written so carefully on the vellum. Then he dipped his quill in ink and drew the very first musical note. It was a wave above a word, a single short squiggly line, then another, and another. He drew his hand, stylized, guiding some unseen monk to raise his voice, higher, then holding, then higher again, hanging there for just a moment, then swooping and sweeping downward in a giddy musical descent. He hummed as he wrote. His simple hand signals on the page fluttered so that the words came alive and lifted off, became airborne, joyous. He heard the voices of the monks not yet born joining him, singing exactly the same chants that freed him and lifted his heart to heaven. In trying to capture the beautiful mystery, this monk had invented written music. Not yet notes. What he'd written became known as neumes. Over the centuries, this plain chant evolved into complex chant. Instruments were added, harmonies were added, which led to chords and staffs and finally musical notes, do, re, mi. Modern music was born, the Beatles, Mozart, rap, disco, Annie Get Your Gun, Lady Gaga. All sprang from the same ancient seed, a monk drawing his hand, humming and conducting and straining for the divine. Gregorian chant was the father of Western music, but it was eventually killed by its ungrateful children, buried, lost and forgotten. Until the early 1800s, when Dom Prosper, sickened by what he saw as the vulgarity of the church and the loss of simplicity and purity, decided it was time to resurrect the original Gregorian chants, to find the voice of God. His monks fanned out across Europe. They searched monasteries and libraries and collections, with one goal, to find that original ancient manuscript. The monks came back with many treasures lost in remote libraries and collections. And finally, Dom Prosper decided one book of plain song written in faded neumes was the original, the first and perhaps only written record of what Gregorian chant would have sounded like. It was on a piece of lambskin almost a thousand years old. Rome disagreed. The Pope had conducted his own search and found another written record. He insisted his piece of tattered vellum recorded how the divine office should be sung. And so, as often happens when men of God disagree, a war erupted.
Volleys of plain song were hurled between the Benedictine Monastery of Solem and the Vatican, each insisting theirs was closer to the original and therefore closer to the divine. Academics, musicologists, famous composers and humble monks weighed in on the subject. Choosing sides in the escalating battle that soon became more about power and influence and less about simple voices raised to the glory of God. Who had found the original Gregorian chant? How should the divine office be sung? Who possessed the voice of God? Who was right? Finally, after years, a quiet consensus arose among the academics, and then was even more quietly suppressed. Neither was correct. While the monks of Salem were almost certainly far closer to the truth than Rome, it appeared even they were not there yet. What they found was historic, priceless, but it was incomplete. For something was missing. The chants had words and neumes, indications of when monastic voices should be raised and when they should be hushed. When